Well, our warm temperatures and high humidity continue, especially warm at night. They ought to be down into the mid-60s now this time of year, and we're not getting below 70. In many cases, we're not getting much below 75. So it's warm, it's humid. We were stuck in some areas with quite a few low clouds for a good part of the day yesterday, especially through the early afternoon. Should be a little bit faster to break up today, but we'll still have some of that low cloudiness because of the wind off the Atlantic and the high humidity. And so more inland, where that wind is blowing off the Atlantic and it pushes the uh, sea breeze inland and we'll have a better chance for some heating early on. We get a few showers and storms to pop today, but the coverage looks low, less than half the area, mainly west of Interstate 95. And then the showers and storms, as we've been talking about much of this week, will start to increase tomorrow and that continues through the weekend. Tomorrow is also the day that Delta comes ashore on the coast of Louisiana. However, so far to the west that there'll be no direct impacts, but we still have a lot of tropical moisture pushing northward up across the peninsula from uh, South Florida up into Jacksonville and northeastern Florida, so we'll see Mainly inland showers and storms fire tomorrow, especially near and west of I-95. Could uh, could um, interrupt some of the high school football games early tomorrow evening. And then over the weekend, it becomes quite breezy as what's left of Delta moves by well to the north and west, but a pretty good southerly flow of air, so it'll be very warm and humid, and we'll have several bands of showers and thunderstorms move across the area over the weekend. Now, it's not a washout, but anytime one of these bands moves through, you can expect some lightning, very heavy rainfall, and gusty winds. A few strong storms will be possible, but not anticipating at this point widespread severe weather, but uh, a day more like uh, you'd expect in late August or September versus heading toward the middle part of October. And then by Monday, it looks like we a little bit of drier air pushes into our area. The temperatures stay warm, but only an isolated shower at most, and temperatures still soaring well into the 80s. In the tropics, of course, all eyes are on Delta now over the Gulf of Mexico after the hit on the northeastern Yucatan Peninsula and Cancun as a, as a borderline Category 2 hurricane. But the, the hurricane quickly weakened upon approach to the Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, so the damage, while there's been damage, and there is damage, it's, it was not as severe a hit as it could have been. Back out over the southern Gulf of Mexico by early in the afternoon yesterday, and almost immediately it started to reorganize and strengthen. It looks a lot more like your classic type hurricane on satellite imagery, and um, it's also going to and has been growing in size. That'll continue. So versus a very compact hurricane as it approached uh, Cancun on uh, Tuesday night and early Wednesday. Now it's going to become a much broader storm over the western Gulf and then uh, a, a large envelope of winds, in other words, once it makes contact with land across Louisiana. So that's why a storm surge watch extends as far east as the Florida-Alabama border. That's a long ways away from the eye, but this looks like it's going to have a, a pretty significant storm surge on the order of two to four feet as far east as at least Mobile Bay, maybe even Pensacola. And, and while that's not real severe, it is significant enough to cause some flooding. Now, the more west you go, the more adverse, the more um, notable, more severe the impacts are, of course, the closer you are to the eye. New Orleans looks like they're once again going to escape. Uh, quite uh, ironically, it uh, looks like Delta's landfall is going to be very near where Category 4 Laura hit in late August which was Cameron, Louisiana. This looks to be a little bit east of there, but not by a whole lot, so still a relatively low populated area and kind of splitting the uprights between two major metropolitan areas, Houston and New Orleans. Now, it is an oil area, 
oil producing area and the oil platforms have been evacuated so there will likely be a little bit of a spike at least at the gas pump next week now uh, we had that happen after Laura it doesn't it look like it will be a large or long impact because we have such a high reserve of oil right now anyway and there's not as many people driving due to the virus the covid uh, concerns and um, we just have a whole lot of inventory when it comes to oil and gas so while there'll probably be a short-term bump it doesn't look like it would be a long-term one and uh, Delta then uh, comes Coming ashore tomorrow afternoon uh, to the west of New Orleans, where we get a storm surge potentially up to six feet up into Lake Pontchartrain, and that would cause some flooding, obviously, but not near as severe if that eye were further to the east. Uh, it also looks like Delta will be coming off its peak intensity, which will be late tonight and tomorrow morning. As it approaches Louisiana, the water is cooler closer to the coast. There'll be friction uh, from the interaction with land, and there'll be an increase in the shear. So it still will be a formidable hurricane. It will still be strong. It will certainly be large, but it may not be as intense as what we're going to see Delta growing into today and tonight. Having said that, it's a very serious situation for Louisiana. Obviously, southwest Louisiana, um, areas that were hit by Laura are still trying to recover. Uh, I saw a, a, an aerial shot of Lake Charles, the city so hard hit by Laura. There are blue tarps covering virtually all the buildings, certainly every 7 out of 10. And now they're going to be dealing with Delta. Now, it doesn't look as severe for Lake Charles as Laura was because of the way it's moving, and it'll be a little more east of Laura's path, but, you know, it still adds insult to injury. It d will likely mean a little bit more impact for Baton Rouge and Alexandria areas uh, over the next couple of days. Again, far enough north and west of Jacksonville so that there'll be no local impacts as that hurricane makes its move to the coast. This would and will be, by the way, the 10th landfalling storm in the U.S. this season, and that'll be a record. The record is nine, set back in 1916. So the beat goes on of, uh, of a season that continues to be prolific at making uh, and breaking records. Uh, it will also be the seventh uh, named storm to hit our Gulf Coast region. So very active season, as expected, and unfortunately, again, unfolding here. Uh, the rest of the tropics, by the way, are in good shape. I don't see anything coming immediately after this, at least, although I would be willing to bet we're certainly not done with named storms yet this season. Uh, speaking of which, it was four years ago when we just started to clean up from Hurricane Matthew when it made its closest approach to Jacksonville Beach four years ago yesterday, uh, but a lot of people were without power the next day, which would be four years ago today, and it was cleanup time. Uh, that was quite a stretch, wasn't it, Rich, of, uh, of radio coverage? And then uh, it will be two years ago, Saturday, since uh, violent Hurricane Michael slammed into the Florida panhandle. Two years ago, that's October 10th on Saturday. So October, uh, kind of notorious recently, and we're going to add to it this year, uh, this season, with Delta. Always more in Talking the Tropics with Mike at WOKV.com and ActionNewsJax.com. With all your weather all the time, I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish for the CBS 47 at Fox 30 Action News Jax First Alert Weather Center for 104.5 WOKV.